It's time to break the mold of what you've been taught your entire adult life. Welcome to Happily Ever Employed. A career is a business, and you should run it like a business. Every episode of Happily Ever Employed will teach you just how to focus on how to do that. We'll interview everybody. From people trying to figure it out to CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. This is Happily Ever Employed. And this is Deetra Giles. I know way more about animals than I should because of my son who loves all things animals and whatever. Without him, I would know none of this stuff. But because of him, I, I have a mini degree in animal science. One animal that I'm always intrigued by is a snake called a bull snake. And this bull snake actually mimics a rattlesnake. It it looks like a rattlesnake. It actually has the behavior of a rattlesnake in that it draws back and shakes its tail. Um, and if you aren't really paying attention, you would think it was a rattlesnake. And that's the intent of it. But the truth is, it's an imposter. It's not really a rattlesnake. Though some animals will see it, and that's a defense mechanism, making other animals think it's more, it's more deadly than it actually is. When put to the test, the bull snake fails. Because when an animal looks at it and says, huh, I'm going to take my chances with you. Guess what? It doesn't have the defenses of a rattlesnake. It doesn't have the venom. It doesn't have the bite. It doesn't have the strength. It does. It's just it's it's an imposter. It's not actually a rattlesnake and it cannot do despite looking the role, despite even sometimes acting the role. It just cannot do what a rattlesnake does because it wasn't created that way. It's just it's just not a rattlesnake. Here's the deal. Some of you are in the workforce the same way. And we have done you a disservice. Why do I say we have done you a disservice? Because the words imposter syndrome float around and run like water. We throw that label on everything. And I hate it. I, I hate, I have learned to hate the words imposter syndrome. Now, imposter syndrome is a real thing. It is so, 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 so real. But it's not as prevalent as we make it seem. We throw that label on everything as if it's the answer. And let me, I'm going to break it down for you, the difference, but I want to first start off by telling you why it's so important to me that we don't throw that label imposter syndrome on everything. I'm lying. I'll tell you why it's important that we don't throw that label on everything last. Let's break this down first. So what's the difference, Deetra? What's the difference between imposter syndrome and being an imposter? And why is it so important that we know the difference? So let's start off with what the syndrome is. So when someone says you have imposter syndrome, 
what that basically is saying is that you have all you have everything you need. You have the education, you have the experience, you probably even have enough access to the resources to do the job. You aren't just confident in yourself. So it's not a lack of education, experience, access, knowledge, ability, all of that. It's a lack of confidence in your ability to do to use all of those things to do the job. And it's not even a lack of knowledge that you have those things. You know, if I'm if I'm promoting you to director of finance, you know that you have an MBA with a concentration in finance. You know that you know all of the connections and contacts in the company to do the job as well as the customers. You know that you have been dealing with the the numbers and all of the spreadsheets and all of the the reports for the last 10 years at this company. And you know that information inside and out. You know that. What you don't know and what you're not confident in is your ability to use all of those resources to do well in this new role. Right. That's very different from actually being an imposter and being an imposter is I don't have what I need or know what is needed or have access to the resources to actually do the job. So imposter is saying, "Ooh, this director of finance position really does require 10 years of experience and I have a year. This really does require some advanced education, not necessarily an MBA. It may not have to have an MBA, but it requires that level of advanced education, which comes from maybe formal schooling and experience. And I just don't have that. This also requires access to resources that I don't have access to. You don't actually have what you need to do the job. That's not a syndrome. That's an imposter. And what we've done is we've mixed the two up and now we have people that are actually imposters and we're telling them that they have imposter syndrome. Now let's get to why it's so important to make this distinction. It's important to make this distinction because we have allowed organizations to set up people. Historically, those people are black and brown people and women And we've allowed organizations to set these people up for failure. And what do I mean by that? If I tell you, oh, you just have imposter syndrome. Let me give you what you need to be confident enough to do the job. And you're walking around trying to fix your confidence as opposed to fix your access to resources. You are going to fail. I don't care how confident you are in your abilities to buy a car. If you don't have the budget for the car, you're going to fail. You will not walk away from a car. Listen to me. I know some of you all think I'm out here balling out of control, but I am not. The struggle is real. If I walk on a Ferrari car lot, I have, listen to me, listen to me carefully. I have all of the confidence in the world around my ability to buy a Ferrari. I am able to buy a Ferrari. And when I say able, I mean, I am able to walk on the lot pick a car, go into a room, sign some papers, drive. I am able to drive a Ferrari. Now, here's the deal. I do not have the resources to buy a Ferrari. 
So someone can have me go on a Ferrari line and say, Dietra, you have imposter syndrome. You can buy that Ferrari. You go in there. You believe in yourself. You believe because all it takes is for you to go and pick a car and sign some papers. Yeah, it, that's true. That's all it takes. Except one of the papers I sign needs to say that I have the financial resources to pay for that car. And I don't have that. So when I walk in a Ferrari lot and say, I am here to buy a Ferrari, I am a Ferrari owner, and I walk in there with the confidence of a Ferrari owner, y'all, I don't have imposter syndrome. I am an imposter. I do not have the resources needed. I do not have access to the resources needed to buy a Ferrari. Now, some of you always say, did you absolutely do? You can get a loan. You can you can mortgage your house. You can get a second mortgage and get the, the equity out of your home. That's dumb. That's not having the resources. That is making something fit that is not to, meant to be. And that's what some of us are doing when we're telling people they have imposter syndrome. We're making them fit into something that's not meant to be. And the reason it's so important to make this distinction is because we have to begin holding organizations accountable for giving people, especially traditionally marginalized people, the resources they need to be in the positions that we're putting them in. So what has happened is recently there's been this outcry about racial inequalities and what has been going on for decades in the workplace is now coming to light and everybody's having this this epiphany, this 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 moment of enlightenment that oh, we've kind of messed this up for a really long time. Let's fix it. And the knee jerk reaction is let's identify all of our great minorities, employees and promote them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pump your brakes. Because when we promote these people, what we're going to say is you can do the job. You just have imposter syndrome. You've been pushed down for so long and you've internalized that. And now you believe that you actually can't do the job. When the truth is, we're not, they don't have imposter syndrome. We've turned them into imposters. So along with not promoting people, it wasn't just an issue of not actually promoting these marginalized groups. It was an issue of not giving them the access to preparation, the access to influence, the access to these different groups and different people and different orgs and different skill sets. We haven't exposed them and given them the opportunity to build that leadership muscle. They haven't led projects. They haven't um, managed teams. They haven't initiated organization-wide systemic changes. And now all of a sudden we should promote them and just promote them without giving them that education or the access they really need. And because of that, we're creating imposters. And what we're telling them is you just have imposter syndrome. You need more confidence in yourself. And I see it because they hired me as a coach and say, come in. We want you to coach this person on their confidence. And I go back to the leadership and say, they don't need help with their confidence. You need to give them access. You set them up for failure. You didn't give them what they needed to be prepared for this position. They don't have imposter syndrome. You turned them into an imposter. And until we call, as, as a Jan LeVan Zant says it, until we call a thing a thing, we can't fix the actual problem. And so 
employeepreneurs, I want you to hear me and to hear me well. Before you jump in the deep end and before you let these people gash your head up, ask yourself, do I have the resources I need to do this job and do it well and not be an imposter? If your answer is no, what do you do? Do not turn that job down. Do not say, I, I am afraid that if I take this job, I've recognized and I've internalized that I do not have the resources I need to do this job and do it well. This appears to be a setup for failure. Don't do that. What I need for you to do is actually assess what the gaps are and ask for them. Hey, I haven't been properly trained to do this job What's the mentoring structure for me in this position? I recognize that I don't know the people I need to know to get this done right, well, timely, and on a budget. What are the resources available to me and who's going to connect me to those resources? Sit down and do a gap analysis. What is a gap analysis? A gap analysis is simply just that, identifying where you are and what you need and seeing what's in between. What are the holes that you have that prevent you from being the best at this job? What are the holes that you have that prevent you from being successful? What are the holes that you have that are going to be obstacles for you in doing the best you could possibly do? And as you do that assessment, you're gonna go back to your leadership and show them, here, these are the holes that are there. Let's create a strategic plan to fill those holes. Now, once those holes are filled and you're still scared, oh my gosh, can I do this? Am I worthy of this? Is this right for me? That's imposter syndrome. But you can't have imposter syndrome until you stop being an imposter. I don't want for you to be a bull snake that gets their bluff called when the time is needed. I don't want you to be a bull snake. I don't want you to be an imposter. I want you to actually be a rattlesnake. So stop and ask yourself, is this a confidence issue or is this a resource issue? If it's a confidence issue, you have imposter syndrome. Let's work that out. But if it's actually a resource issue, you don't have what you need, you don't know what needs to be known, and you don't have access to the resources, you don't have a syndrome. You're actually an imposter. And let's fix that. I appreciate you for listening to Happily Ever Employed. Don't just change your life, change your friend's life and make sure to share this podcast. You can find me at Deetra Giles on Facebook or D-U-G-I-L-E-S on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to email me, you can reach me at D-U-G-I-L-E-S at execuprep.com. That's E-X-E-C-U. P-R-E-P.com. And remember, I love you with my whole heart area. So go out, be great, unapologetically and on purpose.